Who am I to tell you anything about social media? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Uh, We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create all sorts of different types of content for their social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, all that kind of stuff. However, also a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business necessarily had the budgets in their marketing to have content created consistently for their brand. However, for social media, a lot of it is about consistency and patience and having regular content going out. So I wanted to try and help as many people as I possibly could create content on a regular basis. So what could you do yourself for free? That favorite four-letter word of mine. So I sat down, I came up with a process. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a former number one book. It's still available now, and you can download it on the link in the section below from Amazon for like 99p. And it takes you through the whole process of planning to podcasting and all the other stuff in between as well. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Let's talk about the number one rule uh, for social media. If you are a big user of social media for your brand, for your business, what do you reckon the number one rule is? There is consistency, there's waiting, there's patience, that kind of thing. Understanding that social media isn't a magic pill for your business. It's not going to cure all your ills. You're not going to put one tweet out and get millions of viewers and get loads and loads of customers. But the most important rule about social media for me, and I believe should be for you as well, and the clue is in the title, is being social. When you go to the pub with your mates, you don't sit there in silence. You catch up, you have a conversation, you talk about things, whatever's happening in each other's lives through the news, all that kind of stuff. You try and help each other through different problems through life and that kind of thing. Well, that's what social media is about. It's about being social. It's the whole point of social media in the first place. It wasn't invented for businesses to be able to talk to potential customers. It was invented for people to be social with each other, to talk to each other, to have conversations, but in a different way. We no longer go pick up the phone and have just important information. We can go onto our computer and tell our friends that we've just had fish and chips. We probably wouldn't do that on a phone call. We wouldn't pick up the phone and go, hey, Steve, how are you doing? Just had fish and chips. Speak to you soon. Bye. And put the phone down again. But you can do that on social media. It's about being social and about that level of communication between you and your audience. So when was the last time you were actually social on social media? Because it's really difficult to be social on social media if you don't know how. And for me, as a brand and as a business, and for you, hopefully, as a brand or as a business watching this, the best way to be social on social media is to reach out to people in your area of expertise and help them or just have a conversation with other people, even if it's other people within the field you're in. So, for example, Ed, who's watching right now, I know he does a podcast about Leeds United. Well, I'm sure he's not the only person who does content about Leeds United. So he can go onto other people's channels talking about Leeds United and just have conversations with people about Leeds United. Not, hey guys, how are you doing? I'm Ed, I do a podcast, come and listen to my podcast. But more, hey guys, did you see the match of the weekend? What did you think about X, Y, and Z? That kind of thing becomes more of a social interaction. And it's not all about 
I'm the most important person. My content's more important than anybody else's content about Leeds United. It's about the fact that you are happy to reach out and be social, have a conversation, and then those people might eventually click on your profile and go, oh, that person does a podcast. I'm going to go and have a listen. Or that person's got some other social media channels. I'm going to go and have a look. So you've got to start thinking about being social on social media. And that's not just, like I say, reaching out to people who are within your industry. It's also searching out those people who need help in the, your area of expertise. So you're a voice of authority in what you do. All the content you put out is value-driven. It's helping people. It's not about selling. So what could you do then? Well, maybe you could go into the search bars on social media Every single platform has a search function available to it. Type in, for example, if it was me, people struggling with social media or social media help. And then you just go through there and you just have a conversation with a few people, have a chat, do the same on Instagram, look at some of the hashtags that people are using. Oh, I can consider myself a social media coach. Okay, social media coach help. Let's see what people are looking for. Just have a chat with a few people on there. Go onto Facebook, do the same thing. Go onto LinkedIn, do the same thing. This might take you an hour, but within that hour, you've potentially had a conversation with 30 other people who were either experts in the field that you're an expert in or potentially looking for help in the field that you're an expert in. Now, it doesn't mean they're automatically going to come back to you, but they might come back and just go, oh, thanks ever so much. I'd not really thought of that if you've given them some advice. You're not necessarily directing them to your business, to your brand. You're just creating a communication starter. A bit of almost, for want of a better way of describing it in business, a warm lead. It's a cold call. It's a cold message. You don't know the person. It's like picking up the phone and having a conversation. But everybody hates doing that. So I had to try and find another way of doing the cold call without picking up the phone. Because I just hate doing sales. So how could I do it? I could have a cold message, have a conversation, start it with somebody. And if they come back to me, that's brilliant. We've got a conversation going. And if they don't come back to me, I've got nothing to worry about because in the rest of that hour, that one hour that day, I've got 29 other people who might come back to me. Now do that over five working days. That's 150 people. But we all know social media doesn't switch off on a weekend. So over a full week, there's 210 people potentially that you've sent messages out to who could come back to you and have a bit of a conversation. So you've got to be ready to be social on social media. You've got to be happy that maybe you've got notifications turned on. So when somebody does come back to you, you can respond to them so that when you go into your social media, like maybe in an evening, you're not inundated with messages. But the whole idea is that you can start having a conversation with people. You can start being social with people because it's so important to be social on social media. We don't buy anything without an emotional connection to the thing that we want to buy. And if it's a person who's sending that thing, then we need that emotional connection with that person as well. So how are you going to build an emotional connection between you and that potential audience member? Remember, they're not a potential customer. They are potential audience member, a potential member of your tribe, somebody who gives a shit about what it is that you've got to say and will potentially in the future be more than happy to share that content with their audience as well. You're not treating them like a cash cow. You cannot do that. You've got to treat them like a mate, a friend. You wouldn't treat your friends like a cash cow. You wouldn't expect them to buy from you just because you've mentioned it. So you cannot expect other people to buy from you just because you've offered them some help. And they've taken that help and ran with it 
and used it and it's worked. You cannot expect them to spend money with you, but they may at some point or another become a customer or more likely they may become a huge fan of your tribe and start posting some of your content to their audience because that's what you want. You want to grow your audience because the more people who are consuming what it is that you've got to say, the more potential you have of one of those people becoming a customer. But you can never, ever treat any of them as that potential customer. You've just got to treat them as somebody who's going to consume your content and hopefully become a fan of what it is that you've got to say. But that won't happen unless you are happy to be social as well. It's a real dick move as well. If somebody messages you on Twitter or Instagram or leaves a comment on your YouTube video and you can't be asked to respond to them and you're like getting four or five messages, four or five um, like comments on a piece of content, that's a real dick move if you can't be bothered to respond to that person because they've taken their time out to consume your content, to leave you a message. You're not some huge influencer with millions of followers. So get off your ass, pick up your phone and respond to a few people. It's not hard to do. It really isn't. So start being social on social media. If you're going to come off the back end of this content, once this live video finishes, go onto each of your social media channels and see who's messaged you or commented on any of your content recently and respond to them. Go back to them and then start trying to find other people you can have conversations with. Start being social on social media. Okay, rightio. Let's... um, Let's have a let's have a look on the the uh, questions. See who's here. So Ed has asked a question actually. Um, how can someone stay consistent on social media with inconsistent internet? Um, I, you kind of answered this question yourself a little bit earlier on, Ed, with um, with your tweet because um, Ed's having problems with his uh, internet this morning, and I've had a few issues, as you may well know, with my internet recently. It's this thing, and as much as I hate tethering to it and using my data up i can tether i can go live i can use my computer and go do things on my computer tethering through my internet from my phone but this is the most powerful tool you don't have to have this computer you don't have to have a laptop you don't have to have a tablet most people have got one of these most people have got a phone in the back pocket and a majority of people have got a phone in the back pocket that connects to the internet via data so as long as you've got enough of a data plan that's how you stay consistent on social media without good internet. It's also generally how you stay consistent on social media, full stop. You have this thing in your back pocket, and it is a media library. It is a publishing tool. It is a content creation tool. It can do everything. You've got photos, videos on there. So then you've got apps that can edit those photos and videos. You've got apps that can download photos from other platforms and then turn that into other content. You've got apps that can animate content for you. And most of these things will do stuff for free. I mean, some of the some of the apps that I use, for example, um, I use Photoshop Camera. I use uh, Photoshop Lite as well. Um, I use Word Swag. I use Story Chic. I use... Um, Adobe Spark Post, which is a little animation tool. There's loads and loads of free ones available. Headliner, which is a fantastic tool. I love this one. Headliner, and you might like this one as well, Ed, being a podcast creator. It will go to your podcast channel, download the podcast itself as an audio WAV file, and then put that audio WAV file as an image over the top of another photograph. So it could be a photograph of yourself or a photograph of Leeds United in your case, and then the waveform will move. So then you've got a video 
version of your podcast without you necessarily even having to be on camera if you're not keen on being on camera. So that's a really great app. I love that one. Obviously, then you've got tools like Canva, um, Lightroom, Loopsy. There's, there's so many free tools available to try and help you create content. So, yeah, anybody who says they can't create content because all they've got is their phone is talking crap. Absolute crap. It's a brilliant one. Um, so, yes, Ed, absolutely. Um, if you want, uh, drop me a DM after this and we can have a chat about it. Headliner. Um, let me just get up the app and uh, show you the logo if I can. It's just a big H and it is absolutely fantastic. So, you go into it and, like so. And then basically, these are all the ones that I've created previously. I just uh, say I want to create an audiogram type in the name of the, the podcast that I want to use, and then, yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Brilliant. Um, yeah, you've said you've been using it. That's great. It is. It's a fantastic tool. Love it. Right, should we go to some of the other questions that have come through this morning? Um, okay, here's a, here's a good one. Uh, Dan is asking, how do I convince my boss that we should be using social media for our business? Um Get him to watch me. There you go. That's probably a, a good way of getting around it. Um, but you, you've just got to show him the value. Um, and, there's, and there is a lot of value to your any brand, any business using social media. So many brands I've spoken to in the past and a lot of businesses have had, for want of a better way of putting it, an, an older management system. Somebody who isn't necessarily going to be using social media on a regular basis and they forget as a business they need to evolve and move forward because that's what the rest of the competition is going to be doing um, for exactly the reason why M&S might potentially be failing right now um, because, well, they're not reinventing themselves. If you look at their social media content, their food content is luxurious and just on point and it just looks brilliant and yes there are other things they could do with it but it looks great and then you look at their clothing content and it's like oh, i don't know it's just shit it's really not good it really isn't i've spoken about this in the past and so yeah it's all about getting your content right and that kind of thing but if a brand gets their content right and actually stays ahead of the game then the competition will probably copy them rather than be front runners in that industry. Um, but there are there is a lot of advantages to social media for every brand, for every business. I would dig a little bit deeper, Dan. I would find some of the statistics behind it, like the fact that 80% of all videos, of all searches, sorry, on Google very soon will be resulting in a video response to that search. So if somebody's searching for um, new curtains, then... Donal Milne will have a video that they've potentially paid for to be at the top of the search results that will come up before anybody else's videos. So, yeah, you need to be talking to him about that and showing him the advantages of it and, and helping him understand as well that not just things like Facebook and Twitter are social media. There are lots of other formats of social media, even talking to your clients via text message, which is something I'm sure he uses on a regular basis. So you could use WhatsApp and get people into a WhatsApp group, or there is an app coming to the UK very, very soon, which I've been offered in America, but my audience in America aren't that keen on it just yet. They're not 
they're not really clamoring for me to be texting them all the time. But there's a piece of content um, in America called Community, which is amazing. And it is coming to the UK soonish. So keep your ears peeled for that one. Um, it's not going to be something that everybody's going to be able to get in instantly. Um, but I would keep your ears peeled for that. Um, but there's lots of different aspects to social media. So you need to sit down and have a proper chat with him. And if you're struggling to do that, send him my way. I will have a chat with him quite happily. Not a problem. Um, let's have a quick look at what's going on here. Um, questions. Right, here we go. Uh, Carola, okay. What's the best strategy for me as an artist uh, to use on social media when I'm really busy and don't have time to be posting stuff? Okay. Now, you're going to hear a lot of other people poo-pooing scheduling, and I am one of them. I am not a fan of scheduling content. However, there is a time and there is a place for scheduling content because we don't all have teams who could be posting content for us or, more to the point, teams who could be creating content for us to then post ourselves. Because this is the thing. It's a lot of content people out there and I'm not going to name any names because I'm a huge fan of their content anyway, and I don't want to diss that person. Um, but they have a huge team behind them. They're making loads and loads of content, and then they will talk about posting content and say, well, I post it all myself, forgetting that one-man bands or smaller businesses don't necessarily maybe have a the expertise in-house, so then they have to pay for somebody else to do it, but they don't have the budget to do that because – if they did, they would have that person in-house because it would probably cost them less than outsourcing it and so on. So they don't they end up not creating that content. So scheduling is not a great thing, don't get me wrong. But if you can find a way of scheduling content for a reason, what kind of content you would schedule, then you're onto a winner. So for example, some of the clients I've worked with in the past, we've said, right, okay, we'll create all this content. You guys can post it. However, to help you so that you have a regular presence on social media, what we'll do is we'll create some specific content that can be scheduled over and over and over again. So it could be hints and tips, help and advice, all that kind of thing that doesn't matter if it's coming around once a month. So you could have like 60 tips, two a day, and then just mishmash them up a little bit so that they're not constantly seen on the same days at the same times together. And then you end up with that content going out on a regular basis. And it's not going to be such of an issue because it's scheduled and you're not having to worry about putting that content out. So there's always something going out on your channels, even if you have a day where you just don't have time to sit down, for example, take this video, download it, edit it into separate pieces of content, and then post that piece of content as well. We don't all have that team to then, when I finish this live, I just go, hey, Bob, download this for me, make it into some more content, and then send that content to me and I'll post it. We don't all have that luxury. So, yeah, that's what I would say is scheduling is not a bad thing, but schedule the right content. So as an artist, what would you schedule? Maybe case studies, maybe stories about the content that you've created, whatever type of artist it is that you are. If um, maybe content about specific paint, if you're a painting artist, I don't know what type of artist you are. I'm just kind of trying to guess here a little bit, but find some content that is 
relatively generic, relatively tip-giving, relatively helping the audience members, but isn't going to be such of an issue if it's coming around on a regular or a semi-regular basis um, and create a whole bunch of content like that and then start putting that out. So, for example, uh, there's somebody watching right now whose content I absolutely adore, but he might not have time to necessarily edit all his content. I know he does, but skinny jean, garden, skinny jean gardeners, he could, for example, take his videos that he's been doing on a daily basis, which have been fantastic in an evening, and he could edit all those into smaller pieces of content, do that himself and post those out pieces of content. But he could also have seasonal content that he's already created for spring, summer, autumn, and winter, and those are 60 simple gardening tips for those seasons. And then he could have those on a rotation using something like Buffer or Hootsuite or later going around on a regular basis as pieces of content for people to consume when he doesn't always have time to sit down and edit a piece of content because he's also got his job to do. That kind of thing could um, hopefully help people. So hopefully that helps you, um, Carola, have fingers crossed. So scheduling it's not a great thing to be doing, and by no means should you be scheduling every single piece of content, but scheduling a specific type of content, some hints and tips, that kind of thing, is not such a bad thing. So you have content going out when you are busy, so then you can still dive in now and again with a quick ad hoc. Oh, I've been so busy at the moment. Really sorry, I've not spoken to you guys very often. Um, just been working on this piece of art recently. It's a great piece. I, I've got an idea from from walking through the park the other day, whatever. Um, and you could create a piece of content around it, but at least then you've still got content going out. Okay, hopefully that kind of answers your question. Fingers crossed. And let's have a quick look, see if we've got any other questions popping up at all. Uh, nothing right now, which is good. We've been going for 25 minutes, one of the longest broadcasts for a while, actually. Um, so I'm going to disappear. I'm going to shoot off. I will be back on Wednesday, though, for another live um, when we'll be in 30-degree heat as well. So it'll probably be a short one so I can get outside and enjoy the sunshine. But anyway, in the meantime, thank you so much for watching. If you're brand new to these uh, live broadcasts, whatever platform you're on, hit the subscribe, hit the follow button, and make sure you don't miss out on any of the content in the future. That would be really cool. Come and join the community. Maybe even share this content with your audience so they can get some value from it. And most importantly, so we can keep growing the community, getting more questions coming in, helping more people out. That would be really cool. Anyway, right, until Wednesday, have a great rest of your Monday. Enjoy that sunshine. Look at that. Overexposure galore because the sun's out. Um, I'm going to remain being quiet and uh, hope that the little one continues to sleep while I do some work. Um, but until Wednesday, stay safe in these crazy times and have a good one. This was a Perception Studios production.